Hello, Thursday Thoughts Over Tea family. This is Angie H., your tea time bestie here, and welcome to season five. Um, I'm going to kick this season off with a very important topic. It may be triggering for many, um, just letting you know, but I do want to talk about um, what I have been watching. Um, so I have been watching Women of Movement series, um, and that is the Emmett Till story um, from the real point of view, um, what really happened. Um, and and then I have been seeing that critical race theory being taught has been fought on every end. Um, and it just brought me to a place where I'm trying to figure out how is it so easy <clears throat> for things to be hidden from us in plain sight um, or we should endure it as a culture, but others shouldn't learn about it. Stay tuned and I'm going to share my thoughts on this. Um, and again, welcome to season five of Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. Hello guys, and again, welcome to season five, episode one of Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. Um, so again, like most moments in history, every time we see a movie um, or anything that's been um, taught or brought to our culture, it is brought with just the abuse that we take. We had um, being mistreated. It's like every time we turn around, we have to see that in the constitution, we are not even whole people. Um, they treat, they treat animals better than they treat us. And a lot of times when these series and different things come on, we really don't want to see it because we know how it's going to play out. Um, and it's very triggering. It's very upsetting for us to have to continuously deal with it. Not that not just in history, but currently, um, we're still being hunted. It's, it's as if the target on our back never goes away. Um, so sitting again, watching the women of movement, um, and just to kind of see how everything played out. Um, it just let me know that everything that we learned in school was whitewashed to present a certain image that we were animals that needed to be tamed and they were good wholesome Christian people doing what the Bible said do um, keeping their slaves in line or anything like that but when we begin to crawl out of the mud get it out of the mud as some would say um, every time we would find a place where we are actually doing great we didn't need um, them so to speak they burned our stuff down they created division they turned us on each other, um, different things like that. So when it comes to critical race theory actually being taught, um, my question is, if we can endure it, why can't they learn about it? Um, let's let's get truth. Let's get facts. Let's actually see what happened. Um, we already know that we, when we come together, we can make things happen. Um, so they they give us these false images of who we really are to make us keep turning against each other so that we can't really stand together because if we really stand together we are powerful we if there is truly power in number so watching this series and to know that even this child even though with everything in this woman she know that she was sitting and telling the lie they tried to tear the mother down to make her think that her child was very disrespectful. So they needed to paint an image for everybody to see that this little boy 
was so forceful in trying to touch this lady or rape this lady or all of that and she knew that she was telling a lie and then they had the nurse try to turn on the mother to say I know you're from Chicago but did you prepare him to come down south it's things like that and it's sad that we women and we mothers and parents are still bearing our children for things like this what somebody said And it's amazing to me that they can paint this image and say what it is that they want to say. And we are supposed to accept it as truth. Um, And when you know the true character of a man, you know that that is, that that is a lie, but because people believe what they want to believe and they want to justify um, what they're doing, they're going to paint an image. People are standing on platforms trying to make it seem as though we are worse than what we are. And granted, we don't give them any other reason to think not. Um, we turn on each other. We kill each other. We do different things like that. Um, so we we are fighting against the division that was planted in us from the start. But it's sad that they keep out... <laughs> the important parts and the roles that they play and only paint the picture that everything that we went through was needed. Um, when we stop working for free, when we stop being slaves, we become, we became a lazy culture. We became lazy people. Um, that only wanted a handout when there's people in other races that would love to have housing and food stamps that they apply Um, But they only put up the numbers of African-Americans. And what gets me is the fact that they put all these pictures in black and white as if it to trigger our mind to make it make us feel that it was so long ago. This was not long ago. And for her to come out and say, oh, you know, I lied. Oh, well. After this woman had to endure the abuse, after this woman had to endure people making her child seem as though he was some type of rapist. And yet they don't want to teach it. Because when the truth unfolds, you can begin to see these people for who they really are and the part that they played in our struggle. It's just funny to me that um, we're still being faced with all of this backlash just to learn the truth about our ancestors and the people that stood before us. We're being fought now and arrested for peaceful protests just to get an inkling or a portion of the rights and privilege that they have. It doesn't matter if we come aggressive It doesn't matter if we come with respect. They're going to find a way to paint this picture that we're doing what they do to us. And the sad thing about it is, as a culture, we are not revengeful. We are not spiteful people. We're not 
the animals that they paint us out to be. We are very forgiving. Um, we're, we are very forgiving culture. Um, because if we really, the fear is that we will stand up and take revenge over everything that their ancestors and that they're continuing to do. Um, and if we stand in power and numbers and we actually treat the people like they treated us, um, instead of turning the other cheek and, and trying to forgive and trying to move past, um, because all we want is just a little bit of the privilege that they have. If we really requested them to really treat us right, or we would start to treat them like they treat us. You know, they always teach you in school, treat people how you want to be treated, but yet and still, they don't really want that because if they did, they wouldn't try to keep our history, the true history and everything that happened and put it in color, not in black and white. It wasn't that long ago. If we really begin to treat people like they treat us, we begin to give them the energy that they've given us. They couldn't handle it. When we stop buying different things, they lose their mind because they're losing money because of our buying power. We, we have so much power um, to make things happen. But yet we have endured so much and we have hurt and we have been abused that we don't want to rock the boat because at this point we're tired and we just don't want to take anymore. So I challenge you. They say that to hide anything from anyone, especially African-Americans, put it in a book. So I challenge you. It's hard, but it's history. I challenge you to teach your children at home. They're fighting to keep it out of the schools. They're fighting for us not to really know who we are. They're fighting for us not to stand in numbers and in power. They're fighting it. They're voting against it. They don't want us to know because it exposes who they really are. So I challenge you to be the teacher. In our home, we have so many books. Um, And because our children see us reading these certain type of books, they want to read it but my children are in that generation where they're kind of rebel rousers (laughs) and so we want to make sure they get a full understanding because they can be especially (laughs) our 14 year old yeah he's kind of militant at times so he will go to school and he will drop this knowledge and the teachers will be like they will send us messages or they'll tell him, um, let's not talk about that. This is not the right place, but it's history. So make sure that you teach your children on their level. Uh, we've learned that, <laughs> like I said, the hard way with this uh, militant 14-year-old wants to drop knowledge on everybody. Um, and now we tell him, you at an age where we can tell you anything, but you at an age now where you need to read and study. Read and study. They're, they're, they're going to keep fighting for the true history not to be embedded and taught for everyone. Um, I seen a meme that said the, the 
ancestors or the elders before don't want their grandchildren to know that they played a part in the pain of the African-Americans. So yeah, they're going to continue to fight it. They're going to continue to keep it out of the school system and everything else. So you have to be the school system. You have to embed that knowledge. And if you don't know certain things, I was surprised that um, so many people didn't know about Black Wall Street. Um, And I'm so, oh, it makes me so happy to know that we are now as a culture celebrating Juneteenth. We are now talking about Black Wall Street. Um, We have people that are trying to rebuild it um, to just make it about the black community um, and supporting each other and building those systems again. Oh, it makes me happy. But let's let's dig deeper. I challenge you to learn to read and then pour into your children. Because if we leave it up to someone else to teach us about us, it's going to continue to be whitewashed. It's going to continue to be watered down um, because they only pick and choose the history parts that um, show us being obedient, showing us being polite, showing us falling in line. That's the parts of black history they want to teach us, especially in the shortest and then they give us the shortest month out of the year when everything else is going on around it. Award shows, Super Bowl, everything. So you're still distracted from learning. And, and then they teach you the polite part of the history. The people that didn't cause too much ruckus. That peacefully proved their point. They're not showing you the part where people are tearing up stuff trying to get trying to get rights they don't they don't want to teach that so we can't leave it up to someone else to teach us about us we have to be in a position where we are learning and pouring into our own so that's my thoughts and stay tuned for black excellence 365 moment guys i know you probably wondered who is angie h what does she do why is she here let me tell you a little bit about myself i am the owner of anish charles organics which is a holistic company where i provide holistic health tips i provide products um, as well as coaching i'm also the founder of defining our purpose women's ministry group and the author of a devotional journal called inspirations Um, if you want to find out more about me you can simply go to my website definingourpurpose.com d-e-f-i-n-i-n-g-o-u-r-p-u-r-p-o-s-e.com What's up and welcome back Thursday Thoughts of a Tea family. Um, let's get into this Black Excellence 365 moment. Um, let's talk about Ruby Hurley. Ruby Hurley um, was very vital in the civil rights movement. Um, in 1939, she joined the NAACP um, and she was administrator. Um, but she was also crowned the queen of the civil rights movement because she dug in, she got dirty, she made sure um, that she fought and she stood and she was a voice for us to have um, our civil rights. Um, she was also very vital 
in the Emmett Till trial. Um, she gathered evidence. She went to and fro. She talked to people um, to get the best possible outcome and the evidence that will prove that these men killed Emmett. Um, she was very helpful with the mother. She pushed the mother. She encouraged the mother to um, use her voice as well. Um, so much so that in 2009, the post office um, commemorated her impact in the civil rights movement and created a stamp on her behalf. So um, maybe we can get those stamps. I'm pretty sure that we don't um, mail letters as much, um, but maybe they'll have those stamps come February 1st for Black History. Um, we shall see. But again, dig a little deeper and find out how much Ruby Hurley really did um, in getting us our rights and being a voice for those of us that felt voiceless in that time. Thank you and enjoy your day. Well, Thursday Thoughts of a Tea Family, we have come to the end of another episode. So thank you for hanging out with me this week. If you want to stay in touch with me, remember you can follow me on IG at Thursday Thoughts Over Tea, or you can subscribe to the podcast on all major platforms. Until next week, thank you for tuning in. And remember, conversation is always better over a hot cup of tea. <laughs>